The Everyday People Show is a podcast of the AMBC, African Masters Broadcasting Center. Zimbabwean by origin, I was born and raised in the United States. Though American by papers, my parents always allowed me to go to Zimbabwe to understand where we came from. From learning Shona, our mother tongue, to understanding my people, Zimbabwe has always been my home. After seeing many African youth failing to connect with their roots here in the diaspora, I created Spora Media to allow African youth everywhere to connect with their true African identity. It is with creativity, innovation, and exploration that African youth everywhere will be able to use, unlock, and understand the gifts to be able to give back to Mother Africa. My name is Donyasha Mashindi and I'm a university student, content creator, and the CEO and founder of Spora Media Productions. I'm currently a university student based in Louisville, Kentucky, currently studying public health with minors in biology and political science. Spora Media Productions started after I came back from a trip to Zimbabwe. The issue was many African kids born in diaspora don't have the adequate resources to understand their identity, understand even African languages, because a lot of us didn't get the opportunity to learn African language at home due to the fear of the academic system here in the United States. Originally, we started as kind of a small tech company with the want to create an African language learning program. But since we've really grown to be a lot more than that, right now kind of focusing on the distribution of African content worldwide. So we want to bring authentic, raw African content to the world stage so that everybody, including African youth globally, can be able to access, but also commune with Africa on a deeper level through content. Growing up in the States, has its ups and downs. And I think the ups come from there being a lot of opportunity here. I think our family has been extremely fortunate to be able to see mobilization up the social ladder, if you will. When it comes to things like education, having a job, being able to go to college, these are a lot of opportunities that are very accessible. So growing up was very cool in that sense. At the same time, it was very hard trying to understand where you fit in. Being of African origin, my, my type of blackness is not comparable with black American blackness, if you will. So understanding where you fit in, how you fit in, I guess crucial identity crisis in the sense of I'm African, but I'm living away from Africa. So I don't even know how to express my Africanness. I 
think you can see now it's 2020 and the United States is kind of in trouble in the sense of racism here. Though maybe not encountered so directly from my end is very much felt indirectly, whether it's from police brutality or racial profiling, having to go up and navigating such avenues was definitely a challenge. We begin this week with so much emotion and unrest all George across Floyd. the country. George Floyd repeatedly Jones told the officers King, uh, that he Liverpool could not breathe. Being removed from Antwerp an and may not be returned. The statue was burned and hit with red paint during anti-racism Thousands have gathered to show George solidarity with U.S. protests over the killing of George Floyd. He died after a Minneapolis cop kneeled on his neck for nearly nine weekend. minutes. Dozens of officers injured. This healing is going to be hard. Originally, both of my parents are from Zimbabwe. My father came to the United States in 1992 to actually play soccer, as well as pursue a degree in pastoral studies. And someone will lose on the penalty shootout and go to Rome in raptures. And he went back to Zimbabwe in 96 and was a high school teacher, teaching choir, as well as some other subjects. Then, in 1998, he decided to come back and get another degree. At the same time, around that time, he met my mom, and they both came to the United States, they got married. And then in 1999, I was born. And after pursuing many degrees, my mom is now a practicing physician, and my father is currently a therapist working in social work with troubled youth and troubled families. I remember flying in from Johannesburg into Harare. That was the first time I'd really noticed the African scenery. And I remember getting off the plane and really just taking a deep breath and kind of just wanting to smell the air and take it all in. Arriving at my father's village, family, friends, and just people that I guess had heard about us but never really seen us before, wanted to just come and greet us really, and it was a big celebration. I remember my aunt sat us down on a rock and she told us, Every time a child comes back home, you take a little bit of the dirt and you put it on your tongue. And it's just to symbolize that home is always with you. So that's always been probably the most memorable event every time I think about the first time I really went to Zimbabwe. Originally, my mom comes from Gutu, specifically Mpandawana. And in that area of the country, they speak Shona. My father grew up in Zaka, and there's a 
really cool road it's extremely steep it's called Pelendaba and Pelendaba there's a lot of people that speak Shona but at the same time that same region kind of meets where a lot of Shangani people stay so both of my parents are Shona however my grandma on my father's side she's Shona but they grew up in the Shangani culture I'm speaking Shangani as well so those are kind of the two cultures that are kind of mixed in with my being. When we talk about, I guess, friendly terms, it really depends. So to say hello, you can say moro. If you're talking to someone maybe informally, um, somebody of a formal stature might be moroi. Um, but, you know, like the youth, we like to use slang. So madi is maybe like, what's up, what's going on? Or kanjan, which also means what's up. My journey to learning Shona was very unconventional. My parents taught me Shona when I was maybe about two, three. But when they would leave me at daycare, I wasn't able to communicate with other children, the people that are watching us, etc. So they ceased my Shona education right there and um, taught me English only. And then right before I was about to go to Zimbabwe for the first time, I had a cousin who was living with us and she had given me kind of a cheat sheet just with, you know, some terms, some conjugations, some verbs. And I went to Zim and my dad had actually left us Kumusha, Kumusha being the village for about two weeks. And in the village, nobody speaks English. So we really just had to find our way in speaking Shona. So ever since then, every single summer has just been going to the village and that's usually where I've learned. So uh, I've been going ever since I was 14. I'm now 21, seven years. I'd say I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it now. Machini Medical Missions was founded to give the people of Zimbabwe a permanent solution to issues plaguing the Zimbabwean community. From healthcare, education... In 2010, my father founded Machini Medical Missions. The original goal of Machini Medical Missions was to provide healthcare as well as spiritual care to the people of Southern Zimbabwe. Our area of the country, there are a couple of clinics, but usually understaffed or without medicine. So his vision was to be able to provide some institutions that would be able to give the people a resource to find adequate healthcare. At the same time, too, he wanted to be able to provide an institution to also give you know children education and basic necessities too. Where we come from in that part of Zimbabwe, it's very desolate, it's very rural. People don't have much opportunity or the resources to be able to, to get up really. So this was going to be kind of a cool home project for him to be able to help the people that not only he grew up with, but the people just in that region because they would really appreciate it. So Machini Medical Missions since 2010 has been trying to provide those outlets for the people of Zimbabwe and um, this coming December, we're going to be opening our first hospital. Founded by Sadok Mashindi and Dr. Rudo Mashindi, Machini Medical Missions looks to treat medical ailments and bring spiritual healing to the people of rural Zimbabwe. From where I see it, the African continent has a lot of potential. And I think that potential is nested within the youth. 
the sad thing though is the youth across the continent are being disadvantaged by corrupt institutions when we look at the leadership in these countries driving the benzes or if we look at even outside factors the east neo-colonizing the whole continent or the west having at one point such a dangerous political agenda they were taking out some of our most important and prominent leaders the youth need to be given a chance we need to invest in the youth and that investment comes with establishing true honest institutions that are willing to be able to nest the minds of the youth and groom them to be able to give back to their communities with ideas like capitalism people think too much about making money however giving back to your community and seeing your community thrive is innately african being able to set up institutions and systems where people can utilize their skill sets to give back to their people is the only way africa is going to be able to see the sunrise tomorrow often has hid behind the clouds so we think that it's disappeared on us but definitely one don't give up and two don't be afraid to be creative many times the push for us to get into the career field or the job field has really limited us as to what we can do and what we can do to make money but understand that you as an african are creative our culture our tradition our languages are all creative so don't ever lose that part of yourself. Two, don't be afraid to innovate. Innovation is what brings progress for tomorrow. And three, explore. And exploration doesn't have to mean, you know, you're jetting across the world to go see another country, not at all. Starting wherever you live, understanding the nooks and the crannies of your own surroundings. My name is Donyasha Mashindi. I'm a university student and a Zimbabwean content creator based in the United States. And this is my everyday story. <laughs>